There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Clap, queens. We've slated. We've slated. We've slayed it. We've slated, and now it's time to slay. Slay mama. Slay mama. Slay mama. Um, um, I apologize in advance. There's a tree being literally cut down. Yeah, I actually... Just feet away from me, so you might hear some of that in the background, but... I actually arranged that tree cutting, Laura, so I apologize. <laughs> I, I, I called in ahead to the city of West Hollywood, and I went, Hey, could you go down to Blank Street and cut in front of a Miss Shane Hall's building. <laughs> Please begin it. Please in begin the early it. hours. Please begin around <laughs> 8 a.m., causing her dog to bark uncontrollably for at least an hour. Please begin, formally <laughs> begin cutting at 11, 10 p.m. a.m. PST time. I beg of you. I beg of you, sir. Please. I beg of you. Please cut down that tree. Please cut down that tree. It must be done during peak recording hours. It must be done during peak recording for sex unique podcasts, insatiable bitch goddesses. I'm Carrie. <laughs> I'm Laura. And you're listening to Tree Talk. Tree Talk. <laughs> Sexy. Unique. Unique podcast. Insatiable. Insatiable. Bitch goddesses. Hey, 
Guys, this is our last episode. Well, not. It's we actually a- not. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is not our last episode. This is our second to last episode because there's a fucking reunion. There is. I need a reunion after this episode. Honestly, like, yeah, I need. I need, I need to hear a lot of people's perspectives. Yeah, I need a lot after this episode because this episode I felt unclean, I felt dirty, and I needed to be deprogrammed. Yeah, I I watched a woman get indoctrinated into the cult of Brett Michaels, and I didn't like it one bit. I didn't either. I this that whole trip was bone chilling to me, and just <laughs> I can't even like. The manipulation and gaslighting that went on, especially at the in the final five minutes, was just like unbelievable and truly Nexium. Yeah, it was Nexium. It was unhinged. It was. It made me discover that Brett Michaels is a pig. Yeah, and then I was like, I kept deep diving on him because I was like, what is he? What's his deal? And I guess he played during Trump's inauguration. Like he played the inauguration ball or something. Oh my God, no way. Or some like veterans thing. Yeah, he's like... He's a Trumper. He's, he's a little bit of a Trumper. So we've been bamboozled. Yeah. Or is he just so desperate for hard up for cash that he'll play like he'll play for a tyrant? I mean, Nicki Minaj performed for like the Sultan of Brunei or something. Who's like <laughs> a human rights violator. So it's celebra- celebrities do that when it comes to like a true sell your soul performance though. I feel like at least the Sultan of Brunei, <laughs> like at least it's in like a foreign country and maybe chic. a palace or something. It's kind of chic, even though it's like chic evil. Whereas mm-hmm. Trump, the aesthetic is like, it's just gross. It's bad. It's a yeah, low, it's, bad. it's a low grade aesthetic and if i'm gonna make a decision to just like completely sell out i'm gonna go for a sultan or royalty i'm gonna go for a a foreign foreign fascist who who imprisons gay people yeah Mm -hmm. and then hopefully i mean i'll just hope that maybe the gays forgive me afterwards (laughs) (laughs) i mean they've they've forgiven nikki yeah like i feel like but i feel like the gays are very forgiving brett's not at the same level as nikki where he, he can like survive that but also mm-hmm. i didn't even know that he did that so that's how much of a dent that made on culture and also yeah Trump's inauguration like ball a was like a who's who of true who yeah it was not even a who it was just like a how <laughs> jill zarin was there jill zarin apparent there was a whole amazing breakdown of the ball i think it was on vanity fair or vogue and it was like i think it was vanity fair and it was just like just describing the scene of the ball and like the red carpet and like no one knew who anyone was. And Jill Zarin was there on the red carpet and she was going up to photographers and reporters going, do you want to take a picture of me? (laughs) I'm Jill Zarin. Wow. And like some cover band for Bruce Springsteen played or something. Like it was, it was some. Did they, did Smash Mouth play? Did Third Eye Blind play? No, Smash Mouth is like vehemently anti-Trump. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I don't think Third Eye Blind, but I think they're cool. Or someone did. Oh, it was like oh, Three Doors Down. 
three doors down. I knew it was like a three something. If I go crazy, well, well, you still call me you call Superman. Me Superman. <laughs> If I go, <laughs> will you still be there holding my holding hand? Holding my hand, I'll, I'll get you by my side. <laughs> you sound human. just like him. Right. Kryptonite. Yeah. I'm a- <laughs> There's a huge part of me that should be MAGA, but has just refused. Because of work. Like, of- because of just being born, like, my heritage and where I was born and where I come from. It's like two plus two equals MAGA, but since we all know that I don't do math, it ended up differently. Well, thank I did God things for that. a little bit differently. We're going to do things a little differently in OKC. Um, um, but, but yeah, this- before we before we got into talking about Brett, before we started recording, we were talking about the undoing. The undoing. On HBO. Nicole Kidman's another star TV turn for two time <laughs> Nikki or one time Academy Nikki Award. Kids. Yeah, Nikki kids. <laughs> I'm, I'm really concerned for Nicole mm-hmm. because she has been losing touch with her own face and appearance for a while, mm. and it's becoming more important. I think it's been more important for her to look a specific way than to actually look like a character that she's playing would look. Yeah, she's sort of just given into this like she only plays like impossibly wealthy kind of detached white women. And I'm down with that. Yeah, that's but- that's what we want from her, but it's now she's like, I mean, I've only watched 20 minutes of the undoing, mind you. Um, but already I'm confident You're undone. That, it, uh, that I'm, I'm undone. I was undone the moment I saw Nicole Kidman walking down the Upper East Side on like Fifth Avenue wearing a red velvet duster coat. A maroon, she loves a duster a coat <laughs> and a witchy boot and she a scarf. Yeah. She loves that wig of hers is truly it's actually out of control. You it's I can insane. always now tell when someone's wearing a wig. Me too. But this wig has its own life force. Yeah. That it's beyond even her control. And that's something that really bothers me when I see actresses in wigs that are too powerful for them uh, because the they lot. don't know how to like it's like I think when you have a wig with too much hair on it, sometimes it blows around and then you can tell like that the actress is unnaturally fussing with her own hair. It it has a mind of its own and she doesn't know how to deal with it because it's not her own hair. Mm-hmm. So then it just becomes like a hair hat. That's incredibly <laughs> yeah. distracting. Well, obviously, as we know, in Big Little Lies, Shailene's wig was too powerful for her. I mean, yeah, it's, she- it's David E. Kelly loves a woman in a wig. Is that who is the wig consultant on these projects? It's, what if it's what if it's his wife Michelle Pfeiffer? She's like, <laughs> I love it. Cool. Michelle's low key sabotaging every actress, and she's like, "Go out there, you look amazing." Why? I would love to see Michelle Pfeiffer in this role. Yeah, she would be great in this role. She would. I want to see Michelle Pfeiffer in like, like a starring TV like gritty series on HP like Michelle Pfeiffer need why doesn't her husband write a role for her I don't know She's do they incredible. have an agreement not to work together in that way maybe that's actually well no they worked on to Jillian on her 37th birthday but that was a long time ago that was a long maybe some shit went down that we don't know about 
Yeah, maybe they just decided they're better off. But tell me, could you not terms. see Nicole, Michelle Pfeiffer in like a cold therapist office, like analyzing someone? Are you kidding me? I absolutely could. I think that Nicole is compl- like the styling of Nicole Kidman in this role is so off. And yeah. I think about it because I do think that she would be blonde a wispy waspy blonde lady not like practical magic round two well that's she kind of looks like her character in practical magic like left which kind of she a- literally <laughs> is that character but she also <laughs> looks like someone in the movie hanging up directed by mm-hmm. dan keaton like they raided meg ryan's wardrobe like she looks like an she looks like a a bohemian woman in like the early 2000s on like a sitcom that takes place in new york she looks like yeah. She looks like Grace. She's like Phoebe. She's like Phoebe from yeah. Friends. She also looks like Will and, like Grace Adler. Like what's with it's these? It's a wild like, mashup of sensibilities. It's very early two thousands, right? Yeah, and it's or really you didn't need to do that. You really or didn't late, need to do that. Late nineties, sorry. Like I, when I hear when I saw her walking down in that coat, I heard you gotta be cool. You gotta be cool. You gotta say <laughs> you gotta all I know, all I know, love will save love the day. Save the yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that song is incredibly loaded for me because not only is it a great song by the one and only Desiree, when the Oklahoma City bombing happened, they remixed it to include like news footage. Like, oh my you know, God. sometimes they would do that with songs like the Titanic song. They remixed it to have like the dialogue from Titanic play in certain mm-hmm. parts. Yeah, they remixed it with like news yeah. footage of survivors of the OKC bombing and then played it on all the radio stations. And so, I was like, so the theme was wild for this. if you survive a horrific bombing, you got to be cool. You just got to be cool. You got to be strong. You got to be weather. It's a lot to ask. It's a lot to ask. Yeah, but Nicole does give me those vibes. I'm really glad to see Hugh in a okay. drama role yeah. he's actually really good in this he's, he's the good. saving grace of the undoing for me yeah I, and even my boy moment... donald sutherland oh, i'm not mad at him yet. and i usually hate donald sutherland oh but i think he's i think he's i accept him in his old age i don't accept young donald oh i don't i well i'm just forever in love with him from ordinary people oh yeah i still need to watch that if you Maybe watch that, that you me. will forever see him as a sweetie and like okay. a, a kind, like amazing soul. Okay. Um, but he, there was a line just before I hung up or stopped watching. <laughs> there was a line when Hugh Grant is she Nicole fight. Do they have a Nicole fight? Nicole fight. <laughs> Nicole Kim. And do they have like a fluorescent wall in their shower? She's taking a shower and then he goes, shall I join you? And he, and he, oh, I think it's it. a window. It's a window. Oh, anyway, he's, he, he, he asked Nicole if, he, if she'd like him to join her in the shower. And for some reason, when he said it, I, I literally went, Ooh, like, what? like I, I got really embarrassed and I know maybe he was like trying to be dorky cute, but like seeing, watching Hugh Grant try to be like sexy, come let's husky fuck. and sexy. I, I, I went, Ooh, that was See, I'm under I'm under Hugh's spell, so I guess I've been undone in a different way. I mean, I love Hugh. Come on, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, he's he is Hugh Grant. I mean, Notting Hill is my favorite, like one of my favorite plane movies to watch. 
But like sexy hue, sexy, dark, dirty hue is really doing it for me. See, I love I love fresh like, you like Ox- Oxford cloth hue. Yeah. Wearing his glasses and Notting Hill and like loafers. Mm. Nerdy bumbling hue. Not just like a quiet owns thoughtful the shop. hue. Thoughtful hue, but like definitely has a big dick. Yeah, huge dick. Huge dick energy. Yeah. Hue. Dick you, <laughs> if you will <laughs> um but anyway i'm excited to keep watching i think everyone should always support my queen nicole and um i'll, do, love that I'll she follow sings her the right song. to the grave she, she sings, sings the song she sings the main credit song okay the main credits are also completely unhinged can we be honest but yeah. i do love that she sings that song also every i feel like who is the actress who plays like the young like mom who whose son is like a scholarship student who's just like always walking around with her muff out at equinox <laughs> yeah i mean i was like whoa i mean i i think um, that was kind of interesting because she's just like doming nicole kind of yeah that was cool she has incredible dom energy i don't know her name her face kind of reminds me of j-law she does have a bit of a J-Law vibe. There's that other actress who was in Girl on the Train who looks exactly like J-Law, who's in that new movie where she, like, swallows things. Yeah. She, What's her name? It's, like, Hillary. There, yeah. Is there's, like, Hillary? a crop of actresses that all have, like, the same, like, kind of, like, sunken eye, like, heavy yeah, eyelid. Yeah, but that swallow actress is married to a big director, I think. Oh, the guy that did three billboards outside of oh that fucking movie i think Haley is her name Haley something anywho we won't talk about that movie we Um, shan't be talking about that movie we shan't um well so we're gonna get into the penultimate well the finale of the of the season of rock of love but the penultimate Mm -hmm. episode because as laura said there is a reunion um before i wanted to begin i wanted to thank our sponsors Monster Energy Drink, Cabo San Lucas, and um, uh, toilet paper. Toilet paper and linoleum hotel floors. Thank you so much for contributing to this episode. <laughs> um, so we are now in Cabo San Lucas. Brett has taken his terrific twosome, Heather and Jess, to his favorite resort in Cabo. Mm-hmm. Truly the most boring trip of all time but at least they got to ride on a pj that's true and i guess they're there for one night or two nights total well, maybe they're there for like two and a half nights and then brett stayed it seemed that he stayed an extra night they're there for three nights i think because they they, okay. they get there the first night then the next morning heather gets swept away and then the next day jess gets swept away so yeah and then brett stays another night because he's (laughs) he's brett michaels um so jess and heather are packing things are now i think tense between them or they're being told by production it seems they're more so being told by production to make it tense (laughs) because there's points where they kind of come for each other but they're like jess is laughing at one point so I think that they're just yeah, they're having being fun. instructed to play up the drama. But they everyone get, knows at this point, I think it's like it's a losing game. Yeah, they get to the hotel and there's a there's like a 
army of hot dancer girls like greeting them with drinks and they they're like all cheering brett's excited and then heather looks at one of them and goes i'm fucking this one and she goes over (laughs) and starts grinding with one of the girls and brett has of course has gay panic once again Mm -hmm. over heather possibly being into women He's like, he's I incredibly don't know. threatened by her potential lesbian energy. And something I loved about the trip to Cabo was that it began with just Heather having a glam cowboy hat on. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the journey, by the time they arrived in Mexico, Heather, Jess and Brett all had their hats on. Yeah, I like that. They too. touched down deciding this is why they wear their hats. Why I wear my hat? Why I wear my hat? Um, Brett, but yeah, Brett is so threatened by women who might not fully like not be attracted to him. Yeah, like, what the is the problem? He can't handle it. I think he has like he's. <laughs> I think he's just like really misogynistic. Do you understand how excited I would be if I was dating two men and had to decide between them, and then? a bunch of like shirtless hot guys started dancing, welcoming us into a resort. And one of the guys I was dating said, I'm fucking that one. And then started dancing with him. I would be like, the show's over. You have won. Let's go. <laughs> Let's <laughs> well, do not, this. But not a lot of people are, are like that. I know, but I just like, people are, up, people are really uptight and like people, especially people get scared. Bisexual energy freaks people out. Justice for buys. Truly. And like who's Heather isn't probably she I don't even think she is bi, but like she might just be like less binary on the Kinsey scale. She just wants to dance with a hot dancer woman. Yeah. Like this is a vacation. What do you think happens on vacation? You drink a little frozen margs and you shimmy with like some of the dancers yeah she's like i appreciate her rack what's the problem Mm -hmm. brett (laughs) i'm fucking this one i'm fucking this one that's a little aggressive yes but we love to see it she she goes she's kind of fucking this one she goes i'm I'm fucking this one so it is i mean she does have like (laughs) big dale energy in this yeah (laughs) she does she might I'm be bi and that's fine and like that should be cool to have someone who's contains multitudes i don't think brett can handle heather's no. personality and intensity. i feel and sexuality i feel like he believes that it will overpower his own or she is a more powerful entity than he yeah and he needs to be with someone that he considers less powerful yeah. And less of a presence than himself. He wants a beautiful, like he wants a he wants just a charm, yeah, for his charm bracelet. If I wasn't, if I didn't know who won, if I saw that moment, I'd be like, okay, Heather's out. Just based on his reaction to her, well, he had the same panic over Brand. Like he just he he can't take it. Yeah, he can't I knew take that a woman the, who it was has the like, final nail in the coffin. She cannot handle a woman who has like a powerful hold on her sexuality. Heather just knows who she is. I want more information about the stripper who broke Brett's heart. Oh, yeah. He's traumatized. He's forever traumatized. By this rose who has its thorn. Mm -hmm. Um, The women, everyone breaks off to their individual hotel rooms. Except, I mean, the girls are having to room together. 
And they reunite for a dinner, and Brett is rocking a flat-ironed bandana moment. His formal well, wear. Really fast before that, at one point you hear Jess go, Bienvenidos. <laughs> Bienvenidos. Like she says it in the most like Chicago way. And what's with the mu- The music was like pure moods, like spa music. When they got there, like, I was very, into like, it. I was into it. It was like Enigma. Yeah. The music in this episode really did it for me. Like, I think we stepped up our pussy game on the production value of the final episode. Mm-hmm. They really they, did it. They got the PJ. They, they got the flexed resort. flexed the budget for the yeah. PJ, the resort. Even, like, the final elimination scene, they invested about mm-hmm. $30 at Michael's and some flowers and yeah. candles. Mm-hmm. Like, things are really shiny, and this world, for once, looked mm-hmm. inviting and alluring to me. Yeah, okay, so Brett has had... Bienvenidos. Bienvenidos. I really see <laughs> Brett's eye lift mm-hmm. in this moment, and I think he's had tattooed on mascara. Definitely. Or tattooed eyeliner. Uh, tattooed probably. eyeliner, sorry. Um, um, he's he I, He's been tweaked during the season. Currently, he also could just be kind of puffy, because Brett has, like... A severe health journey over the course of this episode, which we'll get into later. But like, Brett should not be partying. We'll just say Brett should probably be like in a spa or a rehab somewhere. Yeah. Um, but we'll go there. What I do need to say quickly is that I think Brett has had the same plastic surgery procedures as Dorit because Ooh, they look his alike. face nowadays is resembling that particular face shape that a lot of instagram influencers dorit and brett current current brett <laughs> all have dorit and brett michaels it's like the upside down triangle where your jaw gets really slimmed down yeah he posted and then a you, photo it's recently. kind of like a bit of an alien head shape uh-huh. but everyone's doing it he posted a photo recently where he uh looked like he didn't have a jaw he was like filtered what, it really hard so it looked like he was like kind of you know the movie slide you know the show sliders where they like disappear into like a vortex <laughs> yeah he he's like being that. sucked into a vortex via his chin mm-hmm. it's like the chloe kardashian moon face yeah but it, it's even like when chloe does deep filters mm-hmm. and decides to po- post like deep fake videos of herself yeah she that's like the face shape that yeah. she presents yeah but i want to know I think it's a combination of Botox and then you fill the tip of your chin. You Botox your side of your jaw to relax it and then you fill the tip of your chin to elongate it. But I think you can also get some fat sucked out of your cheeks. I I think that's really creepy. You know who's doing that before anyone? Danielle Staub. The queen. She should have competed on Rock of Love. Danielle looked like a gray alien. (laughs) Come on. I resent that. I have to say I resent that. Um, th- so they start, they have, he sets up this like really toxic dinner where Jess and Heather have to sit on either side of him and like basically duke it out over why the other is bad for him and why they're the right one. And mm-hmm. it's really sick. And Brett um, first kicks things off by basically asking Heather if she's a bisexual. He's like, Heather, I got to get this off my chat. And he just immediately goes into it. And Brett and Heather at one point goes, 
Brett is obsessed with the fact that I love beautiful women. And I said, go off. He is. Yeah. She's like, look, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to deny if I think a woman's pretty. So Heather said, yeah, she said something amazing. She was like, I like to praise or something like that. Like, she's like, I'm going to give it up when it's, and when it's due. Yeah, she, I think Heather likes, it's like, I have to praise you like I, I should. I have to praise you like I should. She's a fat boy slim about beautiful women. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Yeah. And Brett's like, I, I don't know. You know, I just it really, it, it kind of makes me question a little. Ugh, this would be a top out for me. Goodbye. I can't that, take it. Just slut shames Heather once again. Yeah, Heather brings up, Heather first brings up Jess's age and is like, well, you're 23 years old. Are you ready to be a mom? Like, are you ready to live this lifestyle? And she even turns to Brett and she's like, what were you like when you were 23? Was that what you were ready to do? And he's like, well, actually, no. And then Jess is like, well, you're a stripper. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And yeah. And, and Heather goes, Heather goes, once I go with Brett, I'm never going back. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jess says that Brett is Heather's ticket out and that she'll never quit on her own. Which is like, give a bitch some credit. Like, she's... The, if she wants to the quit, attitude, she'll quit. If she doesn't want to, then so what? Yeah. I feel like the attitude culturally about strippers and exotic dancers and sex work has shifted since then. I mean, maybe it's in my own liberal bubble I think, I that think it it's has. In, I think it's in the liberal bubble. I think people Dang. are maybe more... It's more in the mainstream than mm-hmm. it ever has been. But I think there's still a lot of shaming and... Um, and there's like bills and like I think the people in power still go after sex workers but Jess is perpetuating a very ugly stigma yeah and it's just like a tired argument if all you can say about someone negative is that they're a stripper then maybe you need to look at I literally find something else I wanted to burst into this dining set up and just go brett heather is your soulmate like she's yeah. perfect like jess is not like heather is <laughs> she is the one for you she come on heather is actually perfect for him and i even knowing that she and one of the daughters shares the same birthday i think there's a way to make that fun that was mm-hmm. my initial reservation <laughs> because i was like there cannot be two but i think there can be two yeah and Heather seems like she's like fun down for whatever. Yeah. But she also, and I can see Heather being nurturing. I can see her being nurturing. She's here for Brett. She wants to make things nice for him. And I feel like she would get her own thing going once yeah, they were and, together. And I could she's see an her, enterprising lady. She, and I could see her being like a cool stepmom. Yeah. I think so too. Um, so they go, they retire, it's tense, and then Heather gets the first date the next mm-hmm. day. So the, the setup is going to be one person gets a date, and the other person has to just chill. And then when the next morning, the person on the first date has to go back to L.A., <laughs> and the other person <laughs> gets their shot. Yeah, I would want the second date. I wouldn't want the first date. I'd, I'd want, want a date want and the then chill. Date. Oh, yeah, I guess then you're just like... Then I can get the fuck out of there. 
Yeah. I mean, like, get me, get thee back to LA. <laughs> Jess is kind of bummed about being left to her own devices in Cabo for a day, but I'm like, that would be great. Well, you get left alone. You get to tan, read, spa, that, beach. For me, that tracks with Jess because she's like, I can just she see has her no being personality. Like, she just, yeah, like, I could just see her being kind of like provincial and like, oh, I hate it. Oh, what am I supposed to do here? And it's like, uh, yeah. it's an all inc- like, go to the spa. Look go, around. Find go a buffet. Into town. Go into town. Literally do anything. Go explore. Like, do go f- to a fucking cenote or something. But when you're 23, you don't That's think true. like that. That's That is true. I would probably just, knowing who I was at 23, I would get blackout. I would just probably end up back in the hotel room watching TV all day. Yeah. Sad. Heather and Brett drive out into the uh, desert to okay. do dune buggies. <laughs> okay. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, you come to Mexico. You come to like a beautiful, like kind of otherworldly landscape. And you make, you drive Heather out into the middle of the desert that literally looks like like Mojave, the grapevine area mm-hmm. of California, like Central Valley, and make her do dune buggies. I'm like, could you have taken her to like a cave or like rappelling down? Yeah, like, go kayaking or go something. Go kayaking or do something. Like, this is not like, why does that These have to be? dates were really uneven. They were just what Brett like, wanted to Like, when know. you compare them, but when you compare them, it's like Jess got the way better and more romantic. Oh, like, yeah. And then Heather, I mean, Heather's down to clown. Like, she clearly is like, he loves a dune buggy moment. Yeah. And so does she. And that's also why I think it's like, I guess that's I right. think another sign of why They're meant Heather to be. is the one for him because Heather's like, I love it. Like, I'm down. Like, yeah, I love this. And he goes, I knew you'd love it. And then they're fine to do just like dune buggies in Cabo. And yeah. so Brett starts out driving their dune buggy over hills and whatnot and then he starts to feel not good and brett is having a full-blown i was like what's wrong with him like is he just hung over like what's happening and he's like i don't i start to not feel so good and i um i think i'm about to go into insulin shock my diabetes is really acting up and he doesn't but he he doesn't like explicitly say to Heather what's going on. He just kind of right, mutters it's, it's that it's he doesn't test. feel so good and that he wants to eat, but he's like tired or something. And then Heather does not pick up on this because no. who would be like, we're out driving dune buggies, like blah, blah, blah. And she just goes, I want to drive it. <laughs> and bulldozes over his like, but I don't is, feel so good, which I loved. But this is so, it's such, also, I feel like it's, like, typical guy, like, just being, like, he's, like, he, ha, Brett starts to resent Heather because she doesn't pick up on the fact that he's not feeling well because he doesn't articulate it, one, and two, they're in a fucking dune buggy. Mm-hmm. There's wind rip, whipping at them. They have masks on. Heather's dry. She's not going to, like, see Brett being, like, and be, like, oh, he's an insulin shock. You know, like it's a high stakes moment and he's expecting her to read his mind and then he ends up resenting her and he's like, I'm not feeling well at all and I'm really stressed and I look over and Heather's just having the time of her life and it just really gives me some pause and I'm like, well, then don't go in a dune buggy. Yeah, he set this up. He He set her up to fail in this moment because he he 
doesn't want to have to make a choice and he wants to create a reason to not like her. And what's easier than yeah, do, having your insulin moment and not being like, I'm sure if he grabbed her and was like, hey, I'm going into insulin shock right now and I really need to go sit down. Can we go sit down? Because I feel like I'm going to die. She'd be like, Heather yeah, would baby, be like hell go. yeah, baby, let's go. And go like feed him grapes. Um, but then Heather gets behind the wheel and drives like a bat out of hell. She goes, I'm going to make this short and sweet. I'm going to make this short and sweet. Fucking, which I loved because if I imagine, I don't know what insulin shock feels like. Yeah. But I imagine if you're going through it or teetering on the edge, the last thing you want to do is be jerked around in a dune buggy. Oh, no. And then Brett's like, I really need to eat something. So they go and they have a little picnic <laughs> Brett, on the beach. <laughs> he also keeps going. He Every time Heather goes over a hill, he goes, hey, ho. <laughs> Hey ho! Like he can't take it. He goes, "Hey!" It's, a, it's honestly, a, it's a metaphor for their dynamic. He just can't mm-hmm. handle Heather. Just Heather's a woman to watch, and he can't handle it. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. So then they go and they have they a go to their picnic. Brett eats some watermelon and he feels a little better. And they they take they take their <laughs> shoes off and they walk down to the beach. Also, Heather is still oblivious to the fact that Brett was like on the edge of death, and no. she is having the best day of her life. Like it's, she is. Brett is Brett's barely hanging on. He's hanging on by a thread. Heather's leaned up in between his legs, just like chunk chomping on like watermelon enjoying like the sunshine she's like ready to go like run in the surf it was truly amazing to see her just living her best date truth while brett is about to meet god well it's (laughs) go to god (laughs) it's just like it is setting her up and like it's it's i feel like it's kind of cruel it is um, so they get back to the resort and Jess is just like hanging out in the hotel room and Heather comes in and she's getting all dolled up and she goes, I had the best day when she walks in and Jess snort laughs. <laughs> they just start past. I think you're right. I think the producers were like, be really tense with each other. Yeah. And I think Jess al- already said, she's like, it's not my MO to start conflict with people. Like, I just don't really do that. And so I think that they're like, well, you need to do it. And so Mm. Heather is good at playing that role. So she changes into like this blue mini dress. And then Jess is like, well, you look like a stripper in your dress. And Heather, Heather had a great comeback. She was like, well, at least I didn't wear a fucking mini skirt to like a formal dinner or some shit like that. She said I didn't. Because Jess wore jean shorts and like stilettos last night before, and mm-hmm. she was like, "At least I didn't look like a skank at a five four star resort last night." And so they're trading barbs back and forth, and then Jess is like laughing, and I think it was just like she's laughing out of being uncomfortable, and, and also the absurd the absurdity of this situation. And also, I think knowing that she can't, like, when you don't know what to say and you're in a fight, you just laugh. Yeah. And then and she so, said something and Heather, the escort comes to bring Heather to Brett and Heather just goes to the door to close it and says something else. And then Heather comes, busts the door <laughs> back in and goes <laughs> and just gets in her face one more time. Yeah. And then Heather turns and leaves and she walks right into dinner with Brett and he goes, that's the sexiest dress I've ever seen. He goes, oh, baby. He loves it. That's and he sexy. calls her hotness, which is a cute nickname. Hey, hotness. Hey, hotness. I I don't think anything Brett does is cute. I'm repulsed. Well, I, I that endeared me. I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Um. So they start eating, and Brett again brings up. He's like, I feel like when we, I'm, I tour, I'm performing six nights a week, which I'm like, really? I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, Where at like the Pachanga Casino. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, I'm on the road all the time and performing six nights a week. And he's like, I worry that you're going to be bored and you have a lot of energy. And he's like, and I, I think the energy is actually bad to have. And I was like, what? So she has too much autonomy is what he's saying. 
Does he just want a girl that's going to be like comatose and then he comes home and she wakes up and caters to his every whim? Yes. He's like, I'm worried that you're not going to be in. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm like, I always will find things to do. I'm happy. I love her too. She's like, yeah, I, I, you see that side of me on this show, but in real life, I'm not really like, she's like, I wake up, I take my dog, we go to the dog park, like I come yeah, back home, cute. like it's kind of different in Vegas. And I was like, I was just picturing Heather in Vegas, like going about her biz, taking her dog to the dog park. And I was like, I love this. I know. And I can see her. She's like, I'm pretty. And Brett's like, you know, I keep saying, you know, I got to get my, I get my yayas out, which my mom says. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Does. When your mom says it, it's cute. When Brett says it, I'm repulsed. And Brett kept, goes, and I kept saying, how would you entertain yourself? And she's like, rude. Uh, also, like, she's a woman, an adult woman who lives on her own in Vegas and supports herself. Like, she can find things to do. I yeah. think he just thinks women just sit at home. He's like, if you're not putting your pussy in people's faces whatever will you do with your life and she's like i'm good she's like i work out i like have a nice full life and it's actually really chill <laughs> I, he's like i don't know and then heather i don't know heather realizes she's kind of losing brett so she just goes brett i love you <laughs> <laughs> which i think was uh, the wrong move and brett immediately like it's so funny that he's like talking about wanting love and like and then the minute someone who's like been a great kind of counterpart to him this whole season says, I love you. He immediately shuts down and he goes, uh, he literally um, goes, um, uh, yeah, I don't even, I, I don't even, I don't, I know, don't know what to I don't say. Know say. Uh, I, uh, the, he's just blinking and kind of rocking back and forth. And it's very clear in that moment that he doesn't feel the same way. Yeah. And then he just goes, we should go to the room immediately. He's like, oh, we, we got to go to the room. And then they go and fuck. Yeah. And then... Um, They're in their room and he leads her to his hotel room and there's rose petals everywhere, which is, as we know from our Salty Utah Queens, a very gross thing to me. Totally. I think it's messy and like who cleans it up. It's like yeah. it's trash. Tacky. And Tacky, then, just put flowers. Just do vases of flowers. So they they pound. So they bone. <laughs> According to Heather, the, for the first time, because she said they didn't, they didn't, they weren't intimate at all the whole show. Yeah, well, he, she never got a overnight kind of moment with him before. Now, next morning, I'm sad though that she. I think that if she had not said that she was in love with him and like hadn't had sex with him, yeah, I think that he would have chosen her. I think so too. I think if she had kept her cool and was just like, baby, I'll show you a good time and like let him motorboat her a little bit. But then she was like, I know that you're feeling so sick and like, let me just give you a massage and like, I don't want to ex- overexert you and like really pretended to care about how he was feeling mm-hmm. and then still dangled like the final prize, which is sex in front of him. Mm-hmm. I think that he would have come running to her. 
Yeah. I think it was a rare moment of Heather panicking when she said, I love you. Yeah. It was a rare misstep in this, this consistent queen. Heather's Um, been really fun to watch because she, I think she's very real. Like it's always very real what she's going through. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do a good job of hiding it. Because there no. was another episode. Remember that episode where she was like kind of depressed and, and Brett was yeah. like, You need to like yeah. get your shit together. She was topless, like <laughs> And you depressed. can tell like she was she was kind of becoming one with Brett aesthetically, and then <laughs> she and she was I losing the, her I think the she closer, was losing her mind a little bit. Yeah, I think the closer she got to Brett, I think it's like she the the more she loses herself and becomes like him, the more depressed she gets. And I think that's a sign that maybe it's actually good that they didn't end up together. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have sucked the life out of her. He would have. And so the next morning they're making out and she's about to leave his hotel room and she goes, have a horrible date. <laughs> and I yeah. laughed. I liked that. And then everyone makes Heather stay in the same clothes and do like a whole walk of shame interview. They're like, hey, re- really quick, get by the pool. We want to ask you about like your date with Brett. Yeah. Brett's like, and she- Brett's like, gonna see, he's, Heather's got a one way ticket back to LA and she, her, she looks all like her hair's all fucked up and she's holding she- her shoes and she's barefoot. And, she's and they're like, like real quick, by the pool, just tell us how it went. And then they, and then she has to sit down and have breakfast with Jess in full blaring sunlight. Yeah, it was gross. And I was like, "What the hell? Like, you guys are trying to make Heather look trashy." But justice for Heather. But also, Heather took it and ran with it, and kind of again dom Jess because she sits down and she's like, she goes, <laughs> she goes. <laughs> Jess is like, "You might want to take a shower," and she goes, Mm-mm, "I want to smell like him." She goes, "I want to keep his scent on me." And she goes, "Can you smell it now?" Mm. <laughs> And Jess says, I can smell your rotten pussy. Uh, like, you whoa. mean person. You're mean, and also it's like, that doesn't stop you from fucking someone who just fucked that rotten pussy. Yeah. So, like, what does that say about you? But I love her going, mm, I can still she smell goes, him. She goes, can't you smell him? Mm. Ooh, I don't want to wash his scent off me. <laughs> she is like, I was like, damn, you're crazy for that. <laughs> But I love it. <laughs> Me too. I was like, oh my God. I, I literally went, ah, when she said ah! that. So I was like, ooh. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to wash the scent off me. <laughs> I don't want to smell it. Huh? You can smell it. Can you smell it? Can you smell it a little bit? And Jess I love, like, that's a really good tease. I can't, it would be hard for me to feel confident fucking someone after someone dommed me in that way. Well, Jess does it anyway. Jess does. Jess has no problem with it whatsoever. <laughs> um, I don't. I maybe don't it like secretly. Off of me. Maybe it secretly titillated Jess. Maybe Jess is a secret les. I mean. And then. So then Jess gets. She, she gets her date, and then they head back, and she gets ready, and. Um, Heather is Heather's just full blown shit talking. She goes. Just remember when you're kissing him where his mouth has been all morning, all afternoon, all, all morning and last night. And Sloppy seconds, laughing. baby. Sloppy seconds. And then Jess goes outside and Brett meets her and they start kissing. And then they do like the editors put in like 
an echoey reverb Heather voice going, just, just remember, remember where this myth mouth was well night. Just remember where his mouth was all last night and this morning. Morning. morning and it's morning. like Beather, Heather's head <laughs> floating around their body. Yeah. I love Jess's approach to Brett is to just give him a mouth vacuum kiss. Yeah. And Brett's like, that's like, she just gave me one of the best kisses I've ever had in my life. And they realize Brett is like, we're wearing matching bandanas. It's going to be a good day. (laughs) (laughs) This is where I miss Rodeo so much. Rodeo would have killed. Like, honestly, gone too soon. Yes, that's why she wears her hat is to go south of the border, baby. L.A. style. (laughs) I'm so so excited for the reunion. Like, I want an hour long rodeo special. Me too. I want like a 2020 Barbara Walters-esque report where Barb flies down to Texas or wherever Rodeo's from and does like a walk and talk interview with her. Me too. And she goes, please tell me, why do you wear your hat? (laughs) For the children. (laughs) For the children. The children. They they love me. Kids love me. They love me. I love kids. I wear my hat. (laughs) Um, so Jess and Brett head to the marina and I just wrote, my mom always said, never take a boat ride with someone. Oh, alone. Why alone? Oh, cause they could throw you over. Yeah. Brett pulls out all the stops for this date with Jess and I was screaming justice for Heather in my living room. Me too. Because he rents her a yacht. This he is a her- huge upgrade. He rents well, a yacht and they go out. because Brett is like he's like eviscerated from his insulin moment or his diabetes attack. And he's like, he needs to like, like, I actually can't move. I have to be full blown, (laughs) which which I'm like, I get, but also like, like this is such a Heather got the shit end of the deal. She really did. And also like they get to lounge around and drink all day. They make out a lot. I think he also is like, he knows that he hasn't won Jess over yet. So, He's trying harder to get her to like him. Totally. They're on the and, deck of the boat, and and Brett goes, "I love the seals." And Jess goes, "Where?" <laughs> and he goes, "You right over there. Do you see him? They're right over there on those rocks over there." And Jess goes, <laughs> "Jess goes, oh my god, <laughs> I love the seals." I was like, "I love the seals." Okay. Yeah, seals are great. So they like flop around, they make out, they like they're like super hot and heavy. Um then they head back to the resort for dinner. Mhm. And they get together for dinner. And I'm just I just wrote, why is Brett having wild diabetes moments? Do you like think it was he's real? Really, I think he's he Is he really sick? Do you think that he was, but also do you think that he was, I mean, I, I, I think he fully has diabetes and I believe him, but do you think that maybe he was playing it up for like drama? He's like, if he is, he's Munchausen's. Well, but okay. I was also like, if you're this sick, like, was it, you need to get, you need to like, maybe not drink right now. Like maybe put yeah, down the well, cocktails and just like take a nap or like, I mean, honestly drink water. Mary. <laughs> but I was just like, 
I, I believe <laughs> him like, that he has that he, no I think I believe he's fully the, living with this but in this moment it felt like a test with Jess when he when he hands her the EpiPen because so they're eating dinner and then he's like I really he have ramps to ramps up the drama to yeah. a thousand so they Jess walks up to him and she goes when I walk up to Brett I mean he always looks good but I can tell that he doesn't look like himself right now and I was like how he's just not wearing makeup <laughs> and also brett's Brett goes, like hello beautiful baby girl <laughs> <laughs> brett's like Woo. he's like listen i gotta be real with you he's like i'm going through something right now and, <laughs> and he like, explains that he's been going through his diabetes and he just goes so i'm gonna look I, I i feel weird even doing this but i'm gonna hand you this and I have an explanation for it. And he hands her an EpiPen, like an insulin pen. And she's just, she's like, what? And he's like, if something, were to, if something should happen to me right now, you in just this moment, jam it just right into me. You jam it just right into my skin. And you know, it'll help me survive. Cause if I'm an insulin shock, he's like, I could die. And just instead of, and this shows you like, how immature people are when they're 23 because Jess immediately makes it about herself and she's like oh I don't oh, I don't really know what to do like oh. and she's like she can't handle the responsibility well okay look I get it it's like if you're on this a is date why I think it's a test it's definitely a test but I do think that he's having like severe insulin moments on this yeah. trip yeah and I think that this is also indicative of like his own lifestyle and how it's not really working out for him and his own ways of his lack of self care and knowing how to best take care for himself totally with his health problems and no shade to people with diabetes. Like it obviously like no shade. I'm just like, you would think that he's 46 or whatever. Like, by this time, you should have yeah. a handle on it, and like, you're and you you're should... a rock star. So you've you've lived this kind of wild life for twenty years. Like you know how to handle it. You should know how to handle it on the road. Yeah, like why is it like why are you putting this on a bunch of other people? Like you're a grown man. Totally drink water and like don't drink booze and eat healthy. Totally take, no. I was like, I, I sleep just... enough and do what you need to do so that you can come here and not have some health problem and like freak me out. That's how you also know your boyfriend is too old for you. If on your third date <laughs> he's telling you about his insulin shock and that you need to giving you an epipen, <laughs> there's certain things that happen where you're just like, maybe this person's too old for me. <laughs> yeah. I went on a date with someone one time and he took me to breakfast and then he pulled a handicap like decal out of his glove compartment and put it on the thing. And I was like, this person's too old for me. He was older. He was older. He's maybe like early seventies, but I was like, I don't, I think that this is too- <laughs> I was like, Hey, I think hey. this is too old for me. Hey. This is going to be too old for me. Yeah. It's, that's a, that's like a very Carrie Bradshaw moment or like Miranda moment of just realizing yeah. someone is, And the older you get, the more it's going to happen. Like, I dated another guy who, like, had sleep apnea. And then, like, on a vacation we were on, he pulled out his breathing machine. And, like, he had to sleep with a breathing (laughs) machine at night. And I was like, huh. That's never happened before. And uh, I guess 
he's a little old for me, but I was down. I mean, you do what you've got to do. I accepted the breathing machine and it was, it was what it was. But like, I think 23 is a pretty young age to be confronted with a, he might be too old for me moment. You really shouldn't have to fuck with that until you're like in your thirties or late twenties when you're or late twenties. But I really think like spend your twenties with people that aren't having like or old people, people problems. Yeah. And not all older people are going to have to have breathing machines. It's just like, it's just a, it's a sobering moment when you realize like mm. the fragility of life. Yeah. Just saying if your boyfriend's throwing the EpiPen on the table, <laughs> date three. Well, just, but just, it's like the way he presents it to her, it almost feels like he's giving her like a proposal ring, mm-hmm. like an engagement ring. Like Jess is like, oh my God. I, uh, <laughs> She cries. She's like, she's like, I don't really know what to say. And I mean, I would maybe cry too because I'm just so overwhelmed. And also, if your man is telling you <laughs> he's on the verge of death, he's about to go into diabetic coma, that you're going to have to save his life. I think you can also that tell that Brett's a little embarrassed because when they yeah. get back to his room, he's like, Do you, he's kind of like, Do you even want to come? And Jess is like, Yeah, I do. And then they. No, I think that Brett was using his diabetes to get closer to Jess. I okay, I wrote that too, but I didn't want to say it. Well, I'm I'm saying it. I think he. I think he used it. Her guard down. I think he used it to fuck her. Yeah, he (laughs) literally quit dinner early, and then was like, they didn't even eat. They didn't even eat. He was like, the food looks good. Go back to the room. Yeah, and he's and she's like, (laughs) okay, yeah, and he goes, can you grab? He goes, can you grab my? uh, Grandma and makes her grab the pin. She's like, sure, and grabs his like insulin pin. So now I guess she's like in charge of it. That was a power move. He goes, and he handed, takes her. I think he I'm said, like, I'm handing the keys. To- he goes, I'm handing the keys to you. Okay. The, key- <laughs> the keys to your like literal life. Great. You sure you want to trust me with that responsibility, old man? Also, are you supposed to enter a jacuzzi when you're on the brim of diabetic shock? He goes, we, he goes, uh, Jess goes, we got back. We went straight to the hot tub. And then she goes, naked. And I was like, Ooh. naked. Yeah, naked. You see them slowly like, going in. I was like, wouldn't they? Don't you not want to be in like 100 degree heat? Like, aren't you? I mean, if I'm feeling really ill. I don't want to go in a hot tub and I certainly don't want to have sex with anyone. No. <laughs> like those are the two probably last things that I want to do. Or drink. So I'm questioning. They're yeah, drinking. I'm questioning like his true diabetic yeah. coma status. Although when I, I, I had like when I would have not like, feeling so good, but when I had like sore throats, I would like drink wine through it. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I drink through most things. But like a jacuzzi. Yeah, I wouldn't go into. I wouldn't fuck or go into. A jacuzzi. I would not. I would not fuck if I was on the oh. truly on the verge of a coma. So then they have their little night together, and then he sends. He sends. He gives her a gives her some money and sends her back. <laughs> gives to LA. her the boot. He. They also get to have breakfast together, which I was like, "That's rude. Why didn't you give?" Yeah, he made Heather like walk around the resort at like in the bl- glaring sunlight at eight a.m. I know he's trying to like low key like slut shame Heather. I think or phase her out. Mm-hmm. Now and Jess has now been fully brainwashed. The, She's a- the diabetic 
coma insulin pen mixed with a naked jacuzzi and a breakfast morning after just goes she's like giddy she's on her one-on-one interview and she goes i don't even know what it is like i just left brett and i miss him so much (laughs) and i was like oh my god yeah he gotcha fully broken gotcha so she heads back to la and then brett's like brett goes I'm going to spend the rest of the day by myself just hanging out in my hotel room in Cabo. I've got a lot of thinking to do. You just see him out in his balcony, like looking out at the sunset. I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, so you get to stay. Well, the, they have to go back into this yeah, fart house to it. the fart house to the fart. Oh, well, he actually, oh, he puts them then up he in says hotels. he sends them to hotels. So that was nice. Um, and then, so they cut back to the elimination day and Brett is sitting with big John and he's like, <laughs> Big, he has their lanyard like VIP passes on it, and he, Jess and Heather's, and he goes, "Big John." He's like, "I'm gonna have to make this decision on my own tonight." <laughs> and then you see Heather and Jess. He goes, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" And then you cut to Heather getting ready, and she has teased her hair to the heavens. Mm-hmm. It's as high as it's ever been. If we were doing UGO theory, this would be the moment that Heather feels the most insecure. Yeah. The higher the hair, the more insecure. The more insecure you are. And I think that Heather doesn't know for sure that she's got Brett on lock. Brett's also they they're playing the song that he recorded with Rodeo where she's like going ah, like orgasming. <laughs> but Heather, I think Heather knew kind of partly knew she was she was going to get the axe cuz she went if he doesn't choose me then we're definitely not going to be friends again. Mhm. She's how can you not choose me? I've got the fuck me hair. I got my pastel dress on my Cabo tan that he loves so much. <laughs> I just love that. We definitely won't be friends. Jess is weeping in the like, No, she looks. <laughs> Jess's hair is completely down. She looks like she's in Star Trek. <laughs> she is Star Trek. She's. Wait, I'll show you. She's the had a transformative experience, like fully. Do you see it? Oh my god, that is Star Trek. She doesn't even like. Who is she? She's otherworldly in that limo. Yeah, she looks great, but she's like all. She's fresh faced and like her hair's down. She is like it's like a hair helmet at yeah. this point. She's like so weepy and like emotional about Brett. She's mm-hmm. like traumatized. He did like sex magic on her. Mm-hmm. Is the dick that good? It might be good. I don't know. I, th- I honestly Brett think has a sex tape, I think, with Pam Anderson. No, that's Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee's dick is... But I think someone was commenting on the Patreon that Brett has one, too. Oh. Okay. Well, is Tommy I Lee have a little poison? research to do. No. Whoa. Know. Tommy Lee's dick is amazing. Yeah, like, he has a huge dick. It's like 10 inches. Um, yeah, Brett Michaels and Pam Anderson have a te- sex tape. I'm watching yeah. right now. Tell me how it is. Okay, Brett's wearing a top hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get a glimpse of the dick. There's a candle lit. Mm. Whoa, okay. This is kind of hot. He has more abs. I think this was very pre rock of love yeah but there's kind of like a candle lit right where his dick is so you can't see it that well 
Oh, I'm seeing it. I just looked at it. I just straight up wrote Brett Nichols naked. 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 <laughs> naked. He's a big dick. <laughs> Whoa, he does have a big dick. Now it's front and center of the camera. Okay. Damn. Good for Brett. Good for Pam. Good for good for um, both of them. Okay, he looks hot in this. Yeah, video. he was hot, but his he was he, hot, but his time has come. Yeah. So okay, so they, they Heather or Jess arrives to the. She goes when we arrived at the house. She goes there was a red carpet, roses everywhere, candles going on, and I I was not sure what to expect. And she's wearing like this like the best dress she's maybe worn all season. She looks great. Yeah, she looks, she looks like formal, fun, but event appropriate. Mm-hmm. All I could think about in this elimination ceremony was what a fire hazard it seemed like. Yeah. Like when Heather walked down the stairs in her yellow gown, I truly was like, her gown will catch a flame. Yeah. And it will poof her up. Like it will take her, the flames will grab her and take mm-hmm. her in one grasp. They have cordoned off sections for heather and jess to stand in via rose petals mm-hmm. and so jess gets there first and then heather struts in and she just looks fabulous and jess is like heather walks in with her sex hair and like she's just judging her again yeah and heather sidles up next to jess and she goes i'm surprised you showed up and jess goes fuck off heather that was great she goes no heather goes i'm surprised you showed and then mm-hmm. Jess goes, fuck off, Heather. <laughs> Fantastic. It was like that ASMR when they do like ASMR, like housewives. Housewives. Mm-hmm. Don't you say that to me. Don't you ever say that to me again. Um, Brett walks in and he goes, the first thing he says, he goes, as you can see, I don't have big John with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see it. I see Brett goes, I went through a moment in my life that was pretty horrific, and you were there for me. About Jess? About, I think both of them, like... Yeah, what Brett, were you talking about? He, I think he's alluding to his, like, diabetic attack in Mexico as, like, a, one of the most horrific moments of his life. Yeah. And I'm like, if so then you have some real thinking to do about your own life that it would come to this in this way. And that's on you. That's not on us. No. Um, And he goes, I have one more test. (laughs) I just love, as you can see, I don't have a big job. (laughs) First thing you say. (laughs) I would be like, "Uh, yeah, I can. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And go on. And he goes, yeah, he goes, so I have one more final test. And I, when he said that, I literally went, oh, my God. I know. It was rude. And he goes, is there any way both of you would be my girlfriend? Fucking classic. Pig king. Pig king of the pigs. King of pigs. This is truly, he just doesn't, he just wants to get his knob slobbed on by both of these women and doesn't want to eliminate them but i was also like okay this is like an elevated proposal it was but and i think but that the way, i didn't like that why i didn't trust it because i knew he was doing what he was doing mm-hmm. and i thought that was lousy yeah because he 
Because you know Heather's going to say yes, and she does. And it's like, you're yeah. Heather has an open mind. You're making this person who, like, is down to, like, be flexible and, like, try new things to be with someone she cares about. And you're, like, taking that and then kind of shaming her for it. Yeah, and turning it into a negative. Yeah, which I was like, what? He is Heather, would you share me with Jess? She goes, I'd love to. <laughs> which I was like, you would? <laughs> really? <laughs> Maybe not like you would love to, but mm-hmm. you're open to it. And, and then... He goes, yeah. He goes, Jess, would you share me with Heather? And Jess is like, I couldn't share someone I love with someone else. And then Brett goes, ladies, <laughs> I made my decision. And he goes, Heather, could you come on down? And then Heather kind of, I think she knows now that when you get called first, you're getting eliminated. So her mm-hmm. face kind of like, she, she kind of like, yeah. And he brings her down and he goes, Heather, I care about you so much. We connected right off the bat for partying. You're a party girl. And I just care about you. And then he goes, but I just know in my heart that you're not the one for me. And then Heather just leaves. She just turns and leaves. So I, I like, love that. Hell yeah. Yeah. She also, hell Heather also yeah. downed like three glasses of like straight vodka before. <laughs> so she's a little drunk. She goes, stomps right into the limo that takes her away. And just immediately starts talking shit. She is, yeah. he's a liar, a phony, a piece of shit, asshole motherfucker. Which, like, he is. True. Yeah. And, and then Brett picks Jess to be his girlfriend because she was there for him and his diabetes. Yeah. But Heather goes, he's going to look like, a, he's gonna look like an asshole to America right now. She's America she, will see. I love how America she will see it. has that foresight. <laughs> yeah. Brett goes, I wanted someone who was cool, who was hot, who was smart, and funny. And I have all that. And I found it. And then Heather cuts her in the back of the room. She goes, now I have a tattoo of this asshole's name on the, my fucking neck. That, that was the line <laughs> of the season. She goes, America will see it. He'll look like an asshole. I'm sure you guys will edit this, though, to make me look like an asshole. <sighs> And just looks out the window. She's a savvy queen. She is a savvy queen. So, and let's be Justice real. Justice for the, fucking Heather. The real winner was Heather. Jess. Yeah. I think Jess, I'm sorry, but you lost because you had to. <laughs> you fucked Brett twice and then he never called you again. Yeah. As Laura pointed out, a reader wrote in and said that Brett never talked to Jess after this. Yeah. He like that's like obviously what's gonna happen if you go down that road with a person like this. They only want what they can't have, so you have to withhold. No one knew it. No one knew it. No one knew the, it. And that's the end of Rock of Love. It does it ends with a it's whimper. pretty like not yeah, it was not like a explosive ending. But it wasn't really an explosive show. Yeah, for all, it was pretty for all the you know the insanity of like Lacey and like her getting in Dallas's face and like Rodia, like it was a fairly tame show for what the content mm-hmm. was about. And I don't know how the next I haven't watched the next seasons, but I hope that they amp the stakes a little. 
I think they'll amp the stakes and I think the behavior just gets wilder and wilder. Yeah, this was like the experimental season. Yeah, truly the thing that's blowing my mind is watching Flavor of Love because that show is out of fucking control. Yeah, I I really I I still have to watch. Yeah, I highly recommend. It's all on Hulu. I'm on season two now, and it just gets better and better and and better. Yeah, and then I'm like, after that, I'm going to have to watch Charm School. Like, that's not even, that's like, not not even a question. And then I didn't realize that New York from Flavor of Love has had a, a very full career ever since then. Oh, yeah. She was on Big Brother. She was on Big Brother, the I think the UK version. Mm-hmm. And she also has like her own spin-off shows still to this day on VH1. Yeah. Um and she has something called Brunch with Tiffany where she interviews people. Yeah. I was like, New York is a queen. There's a um museum in New York called the Think nineteen ninety four museum, and they do mm-hmm. these two comedians. One of them's Matt Harkins, I know him, and he's really cool. Um, and they do, uh, they've done like Laura, Laura Collins. I think, you know, her. do you know her? She's done like Bravo. Like she does like amazing paintings of like housewives. You know, that Lisa Vanderpump painting we have. Mm-hmm. She has one of the, she does those and she's, they done like an exhibit about Olsen twins smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. They've done Kim Cattrall's scat video. And then they did a whole gallery about New York from <sighs> I love New York. And she came to the show. Oh my God, Tiffany! Yeah. Right, Tiffany Pollard, Tiffany truly Pollard, in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. What she's been able to do, and she's been a game changer. Like she's a cultural icon. She is. I would argue, honestly, more so than Flavor Flav. I agree with you. So stay tuned. We'll be back next. We'll be back week with a little reunion. Everyone have a great Thanksgiving. Have an amazing Thanksgiving. Put your hat on. Wear your hat this Thanksgiving. Wear, wear your it loud mask. and proud, LA style. Wear your mask, LA style. That's why I wear my mask. That's why I wear my mask. Um, Keep your insulin shots on hand. And, all you diabetics out there, make your loved ones tell them straight up what to do mm-hmm. in the event of a diabetic coma. Don't gather too much. That's why I wear my mask. That's why I wear my mask. That's why I wear my mask. Um, okay, well, love you. Love all of you. Love the ladies of Rock of Love. Don't love Brett. And Don't love Brett. Love Brett's dick. And, um, love and light. Love and light. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.